Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriana Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Okay, guys, for today's episode, I'm literally so freaking excited, which is probably what I'm going to say for every single one that comes after this. But y'all, I have the one and only Jackie Moody here with me, one of my (laughs) best friends, y'all. This girl is wise. She knows the Lord. And I am so excited to get to have you guys hear her um, preach to y'all in the sense of like giving you wisdom and just all the stuff the Lord has taught her because Y'all, it's good stuff. I get the, I have the honor of having her in my life literally every single day. And anytime that I'm going through something, Shadi just like gives me all the good words. And so I'm excited for her to share her story with the Lord and also just to get to give you guys all the wisdom that she has in store for y'all. So as we always do for our guests that come on, we ask the question, what was a really big thing God did in your life that forever changed your relationship with him? So, Jackie, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually sent this question to Jackie this morning, and I was like, hey, after we go to the Rot, which is where we eat here on campus, I'm like, you want to film the episode? Because <laughs> literally Christmas break is coming up, and I'm not going to see her, sadly, no. until Passion. Mm-hmm. So, So yeah. excited. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me on here. I'm so excited. I have been so blessed by Dory. Oh, my goodness. She is literally sent straight from the Lord, Mm -hmm. and she just encourages me every day. But, yes, I will answer this question. So, I feel like it wasn't as, like, detailed. I don't know how to explain it. I guess you'll kind of see, like, my perspective on it. But um, something that he's shown me is his character. More of, like, an event that's happened in my life, but more of, like, his character because I had this view, like, oh, I can't, like, come to the Lord how I am because I am so far gone. And I Mm -hmm. feel like he has showed me how sweet and how tender and how loving his character is. And basically, like, just come as you are. And that's what he's taught me and how real he is I didn't realize how real this man was <laughs> like he's in your face he's he's in your face <laughs> <laughs> he's everywhere and he is so real like I can't even it's he's literally a person like it's just like talking to somebody like he has feelings he knows how you feel and I did not know that because I just thought that it was like he like he I understand that he's like our savior and that's how we get to heaven, but it was just like really logistics, like religion type um view on him, which really hurts to say, but it's the hard, ugly truth. But I'm so glad that he showed me that. But yeah, his sweet, loving character, gentle. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's just it. So good. <laughs> no, I love that so much. Yeah, I think I think that that is I can relate to that a lot with this new season of life of like 
God's character has been so evident. I think mm. I think for the both of us, I mean, throughout our journey, but specifically right now, um, the Lord's been so good at showing us, like, who he is. Yeah. And I think for me, like, literally I wrote in my journal the other day, I was like, God, your intentionality mm. is the most amazing ever. Like, that is my favorite character trait of the Lord is, like, his intentionality. Mm-hmm. Because even in the small things, like, he's really intentional. He yeah. really, really, really has so much intentionality. And so, no, that's so good. I love that you get to rest in who God truly is. I think we have a really hard time as Christians Christians resting in who God is Mm -hmm. as our Abba and, like, as our Father. And we get – and when you dive deep into see who God is, what he's doing in your life, and how he – like, what is his actual character, Mm -hmm. you get to live life, like, a lot – I feel like sweeter – Yes. Because you get to rest in his sweetness. It's not as much pressure. You're not, like, mm. pressured to live this perfect life. You know that you can't be perfect because he's the only perfect one. Yeah. And that you have room to mess up because he gives you grace. And it just, that's all, he, like, he is, his grace just, like, pours out over and over and over. It's, it's never ending. And it's so sweet. And it hurts, though, because you're like, I feel like I'm taking advantage of your grace. But, like, you it's just like your heart it's your heart posture yeah but he he quickly corrects and you understand and he's quickly (laughs) (laughs) quickly no quickly very quickly two seconds that's already like convention (laughs) (laughs) literally though literally no i love that so i hear you have a bible verse for us like what you got for us yes i was gonna say earlier but i didn't but it's Matthew eleven twenty eight, and it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and mm-hmm. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Mm-hmm. And if that is just one verse that I can say that explains God in a whole, mm-hmm. like oh my gosh <laughs> that yeah. right there is just like it it just it that's it that's really it no 100 percent. i think like i think at times we have a like we have a really hard time casting our burdens on the lord and mm-hmm. like really believing that god's weight is light you know because yeah. we're like well god has one me wants me to do this and he's putting me in this season and he's doing this and he's doing that and it feels heavy mm. but in reality like if we would just give it to god and we'd like run with the lord then mm. it wouldn't be as heavy because like if we're not trying to carry every part of like if we're not trying to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders which is mm. our world you know then God would be like, it would be so much easier because God's like, I got it. Like, all you have to worry about is today. Like, tomorrow will worry about itself. And I mean, obviously, it's so much easier said than done. Like, you already know. I am not like that. Like, I literally (laughs) worry about every day. I'm like, no. Okay, so four months from now on this day, (laughs) like, like, what are we doing? I'm always stressed. But um, so my question to you would be, um, what do you think has been the heaviest burden that you have carried, like, in the season with God? Like, what do you feel like is the heaviest thing? How did you walk out of it? And what do you feel that you've learned from it? Um, let's see. Definitely my past. Mm. It's just like such a heavy burden that I'm definitely still walking through, but I've learned that I am free, that he has already made me free. Yeah. And that's really set in as well. Like, whenever the Lord, like, Jesus died on the cross, 
for us, for our sins. Like, he freed us when he rose. Like, we're free. We are free indeed. Like, he paid the debt. Like, he wrote the check. Like, Shadi bought us at a price. <laughs> like, we, like, oh my goodness. Like, he put, he crossed off our names and put his name. Hmm. <laughs> well, literally his names, because he's got, like, so Prince many. of Peace, Everlasting Father. Literally what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've just learned that I am free in that, but I'm still walking in it for sure. But, um, yeah, I've de- that's what I've definitely, it's been the hardest to walk through because this season of life of this new faith has been so new to me. And coming up, actually, it's been a year, exactly, mm-hmm. of me following the Lord. And that's really sweet because I just realized that. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, but this year has definitely been the hardest with... Um, like regret and like just be like why did I live like this if I would have known who God is and what he can do for me and how he can free uh, making me water up (laughs) if only I knew like I would not have done that and I just like beat myself up about it and but but that's why the Lord is like this is why I I let you walk through this like look where you are now. Like, this is a testimony. Like you can testify on what I did in your life. Mm -hmm. Like you are a living testimony and you can still like, you're going to have to like, of course, um, like find my healing in it, in the midst of it, because he is the healer and he does heal you from it. And it's going to, it's not going to happen. Like the snap of a finger, like, um, it's going to take a while. But he shows you his his tender love, and he is the ultimate healer, and he's the only thing that can heal you from everything that you've walked through and from your heaviest burdens. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, dang, Jackie, you got me crying. Yeah, I'm like, wow, like, I'm not speechless. That. Speechless. y'all for coming to my concert (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much thank you very much thank you very much no that is so good I mean it is so true I think I think that's hard I think I think it's a it's a journey of truly letting God heal what you think is unhealable I think Mm. I mean I've told Jackie so many times like there's things about my past that you know that I have to look back on and say, like, that's going to be really hard to explain one day. Like, you know, whether it's to God or to, like, my husband, Mm -hmm. you know, and have to be like, no, like, that's not, this is who I was before God. And, of course, like, there's grace and there's mercy. And, like, my husband's not going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's going to (laughs) be like, okay, (laughs) well, aren't we glad we have God now? (laughs) (laughs) But... for real though (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah so good so jackie i would love to hear i would love for you to share and for me to hear parts that i haven't heard of Mm -hmm. um about your past um we've talked a little bit about the things that you struggled with addiction wise and sex wise and boy wise and Mm -hmm. um like tell me a little bit about what that looked like why that was not the lifestyle that you prefer now (laughs) and like what did you learn from it and then how did you find God again? 
like tell them because I mean I I know that there's people probably like okay I'm in it I'm in what she's telling me I'm like what she's describing that's exactly what my life looks like Mm. um what made you come to God and then why did you say yes all right you know okay I know (laughs) it's a lot of questions in the midst of all of it but I might have to ask you to repeat the question yeah yeah yeah, I will okay so I'll give y'all like a brief overview of like from the uh, beginning, pretty much, like, from my childhood to now, because it's, I don't know. Yeah, so. Yeah, we don't have, okay. time. We don't have um, time limit, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet. So, I grew up, like, going in and out of church pretty much until about 12 or 13, and around that age is whenever I went to my first, um, like, Christian camp during the summer. It was called Camp Marietta. And I ended up giving my life to the Lord there whenever they had like a little altar call. And I knew he was real because when you feel the Holy Spirit, your heart beats out of your chest Mm -hmm. and he just lit like, it's like he's giving you his heart, like for the world. And that's why it's so powerful, and it's like, do, 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 do. You feel like it's going to beat out of your chest. Oh, my gosh. What is that cartoon where you see the heart, like, Yeah, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So <clears throat> that's how, to this day, that I know the Lord is talking to me. And not every time the Lord talks to me, it's going to feel like that. But when I feel that something that I need to do is, like, big, like, that's how I know he's talking to me. And so I was sitting there, and I just feel my heart. It's just like, it's like beating out of my chest. And I was like, and I could just feel his love as well. And, like, it's just really unexplainable. But we had the altar call, and I gave my life to him. And um, so that happened. And I went back, and we were, like, to my home, like, hometown. (laughs) And we went to church, and I ended up talking to the pastor and... Um, I wanted to be baptized and, like, proclaim, like, to the church that I was. And so I did, and that day was, like, really big. And the second that I got up to, like, go tell the um, church, like, my decision, I'm, like, weeping. I'm, like, 12 or 13, and I'm, like, weeping. And, like, I didn't know why. (laughs) And whenever I went up there, he was, like, are you okay? And I was, like, yeah. It's just, like I'm just overwhelmed. I like by didn't the even spirit. know. Yeah, like, the spirits get me, and I didn't even know that like that was the Holy Spirit. But like now I do, but just really sweet things like that. And like when I would walk home from school, like I remember specifically in like seventh grade, I would pretend that he was walking beside me, and like mm, I would just talk to so him. Sweet. And um, so you're like praying before yeah, you even knew yeah. like what prayer was. At yes. That point. Yeah. It was just like me in conversation with him and. That's, like, what it's supposed God to be. God was your imaginary friend. No, yeah, no, literally. Because, like, I would hear people say, like, he's always with you. I'm like, okay, bet. Like, he's always with cool, me. Cool, bet. You're, like, on the toilet, like, hey, guys. <laughs> Turn around, please. I'm Turn uncomfortable. Around, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, literally. So, so that was cool. And then about, like, eighth grade, I was still in church, um, and... I got, I started to get involved with my youth group, and so I started playing guitar, and for my, like, for the worship, me and my friend did that, and that was really cool. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't really, like, 
I didn't know what it meant to, I don't know how to like word this. I didn't know what it meant to like actually have a relationship with the Lord. I Mm -hmm. knew that like talking to him, I didn't know that you could like hear him and like how to hear his voice and like decipher. Like the gifts of the spirit. Yeah. 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 So, um, anyway, so we did like the worshiping and everything and for like two years and then in 10th grade is where I started (laughs) just getting in with the world and like getting sucked in like with all my friends and whatever they were doing. And I just wanted to be like, be like everybody else. I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be a part of everybody. And so I did that. So that's when I started drinking. I was drinking like literally every weekend from like 10th grade to last year. So probably like four years. I was probably a literal alcoholic, which is like really, it's a heavy word. Alcoholic's a very heavy word, but I definitely would give myself that. Um, but so that was that. And I also started smoking weed <laughs> in 10th grade as well. So Welcome from the there, <laughs> welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that, so I had a raging alcohol addiction and smoked weed all the time. My parents had no idea, and which like also hurts my heart because it just you can just see that I was so closed off and so sucked into the world that even my own family, I was so cold to them. Mm. My heart was just so hardened that I just didn't have love for anybody except myself and my friends. And not even like to myself, but like, because obviously if I cared that much about myself, I wouldn't be destroying my temple as yeah. I was. Well, I think it was like, it was a love to yourself in a different way where it wasn't. In a fleshly way. Yeah, like where you were like, well, if I drank and I did these things, then that's like what's going to please my body. And that's what I, I mean, that's what I'm craving. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm loving myself. But, exactly. But that's yeah. not love. That's destruction. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm doing whatever I want. Like, this is amazing. Like, oh, this is like so good. I'm living the life. Like how it's in the movies. Like. I got nothing to worry about, blah, blah, blah. So that went on through high school, and I ended up losing my virginity in 11th grade, Mm. which is, like, so, so bad because I just didn't understand the meaning of what it means to save yourself for marriage or even why. I was like, everybody's doing it. Mm. Why must you save yourself for marriage? This is ridiculous. Like, God has something out, like, to get us. Like, why does he want to hold back? And I, I soon think that's, sorry, not to interrupt you, but I think that that's like so cool, like not cool. It's I think it's important that you pointed it out that the question in reality isn't will I save myself for marriage? It's why. Yeah. Like, what is the point of saving myself for marriage? Mm-hmm. And we can talk about it right now or we can talk about it later. But I want you to I want you to to kind of go into why you feel like it's important now. Yeah. OK, so um, let's see. So I soon realized that just like last year, like within this past year, I've realized that you literally are making a soul tie connection with the person that you're having sex with. Mm -hmm. And if you're tying your soul with all of these people, you're just giving them a piece of your heart. And no wonder it hurts so bad when you break up because they literally have a part of your soul. Like you're like yeah. your soul, part of your soul is like tied with them because it's supposed to be between you and your husband. 
and God, like you're literally t- like, God has given us marriage for, I mean, mm, nope. <laughs> I mean, oh, also, God. yeah. <laughs> no, God good, has yeah. given us sex for marriage to glorify him in our marriage. Yeah, which like, sounds weird because you're like, whoa, God, that's a little whoa, personal. God, that's a little <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. But yeah, it is true. And I soon realized what that actually meant. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I would have known that, I would have never done it. Because, mm-hmm. like, now I have to work through, like, all of this now. And I'm like, if only I would have done this. But it's okay. The Lord, like, he grows you and you learn. And yeah. it's so you can tell other people. And yeah, like, you can be a testimony now. Exactly. You don't know how many girls you might just be saving right now that might not be having sex. I hope. That. Ladies, <laughs> please listen to our words. Mm. Just do it. Just do it. Save yourself. And save yourself from heartbreak. Like, not even just sex, but just, like, everything. Like, we don't have filter in this thing. So, like, like fingering and all those things. Like, all the stuff that, like, like blowing. Under all the categories. The umbrella, there's sex, and then there's, like, the umbrellas. and then The bases. Yeah. So, just, like, all the stuff. Like, y'all, it's not worth it. No. It's not. It's, It's a momentary pleasure that later on becomes a long, like, how do you say this? Like a, um, it's like a long-term burden. Yes. That's exactly, that's, yeah, that's it. Like mm. short term pleasure for a long-term burden. Wow. Yeah. That's a good word right there. Let's <laughs> write that down. <laughs> we got to write that good. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. that we literally hang out every day <laughs> all day long like jackie and i literally will like do our classes on teams because we're like well <laughs> <laughs> play skip oh, yes. hey, all no. jokes, hey, all jokes. It, it was a joke liberty we do go to class <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey we passed our finals we and did. we are chilling we sure did let's good. go we got the grade we wanted and get from god all right. Glorify the Lord and everything that we did, and he rewarded us. Anyways, okay. So you know, good. Topic. Okay, so. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's my outlook on marriage mm-hmm. and why I think that. Sex. Yeah. Oh, why do I keep saying that? Well, because it's tied with marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, my outlook on sex before marriage, and you should be saving yourself, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but... So, yeah, after 11th grade, um, like, from 11th to last year, which is kind of, like, my sophomore year in college, um, I just, like, whenever I left for from high school, I went to college, like, 20, 30, 20 minutes from home, and I just, like, wilded out. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I was, like, I am free I can do whatever I want. This is the literal dream. I'm living in a house. Like, oh, my goodness. Actually, no, I was living in the dorm the first year. But I was like, these people don't care what you do. You can have anybody, whoever you want, in your dorm, whoever can spend the night, however long you want. Like, it's like you could literally do whatever you wanted. And I was like, this is what I've wanted my whole entire life because my parents were quite strict. I mean, not, like, extremely, but I mean, like, they had Life360, and they was tracking me, as they probably should have, because if they didn't, 
I don't know what I would have gotten myself into. Mm-hmm. Like, but anyways, so, Alan. yeah. Um, and so I just wowed it out, and I, like, I had a raging, raging alcohol addiction. I thought I did in high school. I didn't, like, my first two years of college, like, I, like, year and a half. And I, like, started doing drugs, like, more than weed. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't I think I've heard this, like, no? that you know. Yeah. I mean, I've heard you, like, that you had a drug addiction, but I didn't know that you, like, that it was more than weed. I oh, it was, it was just weed. Yeah. It was, like, definitely more than weed. I'm not talking, like, heroin or, no, like, anything yeah, yeah, like, like that. But, like, the party drugs. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, what is it, acid or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely done acid. I've definitely tripped shrooms. I've definitely, uh, what else was there? Molly. Mm. it's a big party drug that everybody makes it seem like it's fine because all yeah i i just don't want to go into detail no you don't want to go into detail but like that makes me really sad though before sorry if i interrupt you again no it's okay we keep going but that just makes me so sad so i've never experienced college like out of liberty obviously because i did like community college which i get i think i'm thankful for it um but i think it's like I think that's just really sad that, like, people... that it, It's literally a party drug. Like, it's a socialization. Yeah. Like, we're socializing. Because it, all it does is make you really happy. So mm-hmm. people are like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's... And that's why it's so addicting is because it's, like, the happiest that you will, like, ever... Like, without God, of course. Yeah. But, like, that you'll ever get to experience. And mm-hmm. that's, like... It's straight from Satan. Yeah, it's really attractive. Because he's, like you can get this automatic happiness in these drugs and weed and, and alcohol, alcohol and, and yeah. like temporary fixes, but they aren't temporary because the next day you're the lowest that you've ever been in your life because your brain was at max capacity. Mm, so like the withdrawal. You're like, yeah. yeah, you're so withdrawn. You're so out of it. It's like your anxiety is so, so bad and not even like, ugh, like it's, it's just so bad. And with other, like, drugs as well, like, you'll be depressed for, like, two weeks after wow. it. Like, acid, like, it's it's very bad. It's it's very dangerous. And it's kind of crazy. The I had two exes that, who used to do that and, like, did offer me multiple times, but I'm really thankful I never did it. But, like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Well, again, back to what we said, like, what was it? Short-term pleasure for a long-term Term burden. burden. Yeah. yeah. Like, you had a short-term pleasure that mm-hmm. night while you were partying, mm-hmm. and now you have two weeks of having to like, w- like having withdrawals from like the fact that you don't have that drug anymore. Yeah, yeah. so your body's like, I want it. Yeah, exactly. Which is why people are addicted to drugs. And it's so sad. And like, you understand why people are addicted to drugs, and you understand why people have relapses. And thank God that I didn't, and that I'm mm-hmm. in a community now where I don't even think about that and it makes me so sad to think about that I was like that but it makes me also really really grateful that God has saved me from that and that he's freed me from that because that wasn't who I was and he's made me a new creation in him Mm. so that I just live in that um but after after all my partying and everything I was so drained I was so done I was like I was at my rock bottom where I couldn't do drugs every day. Like, I wasn't doing drugs every day. But it was like, I just can't keep doing this. Like, this is making me feel horrible. This is making me have depression. This is making me have anxiety at my worst. I was, like, also trying to seek validation in hookups. And they weren't 
<laughs> they weren't validating me for anything. If anything, they were making me feel more horrible about myself. Yeah. And yeah, like it just wasn't healthy. And I remember I was just like, I I, rem- I don't know how, but one day I came across like a worship song and I was listening to it um, and it just made me feel this overwhelming peace. And I was mm. like, what the heck? I was like, how, why is this making me feel so calm? And like, why is my anxiety gone? And why do I feel this joy that I can't explain? And why am I crying? And I don't even know why I'm crying, (laughs) but like, it feels so good. Like, I don't know. And I just wanted to keep listening to worship music. So I kept listening to worship music more and more. And then I'm also going to therapy at the time. So I went to therapy for like a good, good as you should, like nine, 10 months, which I I still do, but (laughs) I love my therapist. Yeah. I, like, during the summer, I go back to her, which I should probably just keep going to her online. But anyways, so for a solid, like, nine months, I was in therapy, like, like trying. We had, like, a, it was called, like, a, um, uh, what do you call it when, like, you're, kind of, sounds kind of sad, but, like, when you're sick, like, in the hospital, they have, like, what a is chart? it? Like, a chart. She was, like, we have, she, like, when you're in therapy, you get, like, a chart and you, like, you say what you need to work on. And so, like, we worked on those things for, like, nine months. And within those nine oh, I months... Didn't even do, I didn't do that, so I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was also a Christian therapist, and she also helped me so, so oh, yeah. much. And I tell her every time I see her, I'm like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been here. But that's not mm. true, because God would have, like, helped. But he, she allowed She God, was a vessel. Exactly. She was the instrument the Lord used yes. to heal a lot of the areas that needed healing. Yes. And so I told her about it. I told her about the worship songs, and she was like, oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. She's like, how is your relationship with the Lord? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I don't oh, even know. He's kind of like, in the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't hear him. Like, I'm so blind, I can't hear him. And she just encouraged me to do, like, devotionals and just, like, start by reading a little bit of your Bible. And so I did. And then this was at the same time where I saw the video of Liberty and of these people were speaking on the football field. And I just was like Mm. crying and I broke down. I was like, I just want to be in a place where there's Christians, where there's people that worship God. That's my age. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know Liberty existed either. I don't think, I feel like one of the biggest testimonies on campus is like, Oh, I didn't even know Liberty existed. Yeah. No, I literally didn't. And so I, I was like, what is this place? And so I told her about it, and she's like, shut up. I was like, what? She's like, I literally graduated from Liberty. And I was like, no, you didn't. She's like, yes, I did. And we're all just like, we just had this moment, like huge revelation, and like, oh, my goodness. She just helped me so much in my walk to help apply. And, like, everything just fell in my lap after I, like, started giving God the time of day. Mm. And like, <laughs> sounds like a sounds uh, sounds, sounds like, like I've been there before. <laughs> like I've been there. Yeah, sounds like a good consistent thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, and it was it was just crazy. But I started seeing him in the little things, and like when I would pray, and he would answer my prayers by showing me by giving me Bible verses exactly of what I was going through, and I was like, "How did you know?" And so, basically, how I found out about Liberty. I was going back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, God, I, I don't want to go. And then I was like, God, I do want to go. And then I don't. And it was just like that. And it was so draining. And one day I was like, God, I need to know if you want me to be here or not. 
and I was just praying that, and I went to bed, and this Bible verse popped in my head, and I'm pretty sure it's like Second Corinthians three seventeen. I don't know. I say that lightly. Somewhere in Second Corinthians or First Corinthians. Google it if you actually care. I'm pretty sure three seventeen. <laughs> I don't know, but I the Bible verse popped in my head, and normally I would like get up and read it, but I was like, I'll just read it tomorrow. And so I am re- in my devotional quiet time, and I read this Bible verse about faith, and I was like, dang, that's pretty. I was like, that's pretty good. Lord, what else you got? I was like, what else? Jesus, that was good stuff. I was like, what else? And the Bible verse popped in my head from the night before. And so I was like, okay. And so I flipped to it. And the first thing I saw in bold was liberty. And I was like. No way. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I just started crying and crying and crying. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was like. Where there is liberty, there is freedom, because mm. liberty means freedom. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that's, like, I wouldn't say that's the Bible verse of the campus. I don't really know if they yeah, do, but I, I, I know that they always speak about that liberty means freedom, which is yeah. one of the statements of the school is that, you know, you are free. Here. Yeah, and so I read that, and I just was crying. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for answering my prayers. And so from there, I <laughs> just felt like my life was falling into place, even though it didn't make any sense. It didn't make sense why I was leaving my friends. It didn't make sense why I was leaving my town. Forgot to mention that I literally, my son, Sully, he has four legs and he's furry. <laughs> you can't just drop it. <laughs> my son. <laughs> my little baby boy. Oh, my that's dog. That's what I call my dog. I'm like, <laughs> boy. I have a dog and I got a dog in the midst of all of this. And I got him when he was a puppy, and literally right is like this is happening. So I got him the summer before I left for Liberty, and um, he I believe that God put him in my life to just set me straight because I couldn't go out and party. I had to tend to him because it's literally like a newborn baby. If you've gotten a puppy, you know, and it's mm-hmm. so hard. And I didn't really think it through, but. It's whatever. I love him to death, and I wouldn't know what I would do without him. I literally love him so much. But God put him in my life for a reason. Anyways, so, and I was like, why I want, I have to, like, leave Sully? Like, what the heck, God? Like, you just got to put him in my life for me to take him out? Like, I am, I was kind of upset about that. And I was just, I just didn't know. I was upset, but also grateful. And everything just started falling into place, and I came to Liberty, and I met the most amazing, beautiful, godly friend group. And I was just praying and praying and praying for godly women that, like, Mm. were following the Lord, that were laying their life down every day. I was like, I just want to know what it feels like to have godly women to pour into me that are intentional and help me feel loved. And that's Mm. when I met Dory and Maddie and Emmy. And I thank God for them every day. And, Mm. yeah. That, yeah, that's my testimony in a, <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, I kind of like. No, that on. was amazing. <laughs> no, but. not at all. Everything you said was so well said and like very needed. I mean, like don't even like mm. you did such a good job. I mean, honestly, Jackie, I tell this. I've told you and Maddie this before. Like anytime I look at you guys, the Lord gives me like what he the way he sees you is the way that. I get to see you because the Lord has given me the way like 
such a clear vision of how much he loves you guys and like what the what how much of a gift you guys are Mm. um and so every time that I hear your story like I'm just like that's not who Jackie is Mm. like that's what I always think you know when it comes to like when you've talked about boys or drugs or alcohol like all those things I'm like I literally like, can't even picture it because that's not who you are. And, like, wow. it's not even who you, like, you kind of were that back yeah, then, but that yeah. wasn't your identity. Like, God was your identity. The thing is, like, you just couldn't really see it. I you was know? just blind. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's, and it's valid. Like, so is I. Like, I think so many of us were blind. Like, we, you know, we don't always get to see the Lord, specifically if our parents aren't necessarily, like, putting it in our face. Like, this is the way, this is the truth, this mm. is the light. Like, you have to. This is the only thing that's going to get you through the life, like, get you through the hardships. It's very, like, it's hard. It's hard to lean on to him because if you don't know his character, all you're going to, like, most of the time what you're taught is law, not love. Ooh. And so, like. <laughs> no, that's so good. That's so true. Yeah. And so you knew the law, but you didn't knew the, you didn't know the love. So like you, when you came to find God and you were like, I mean, what attracted you to the Lord? Love, like yeah, the way that he loves you, his gentleness, his kindness, his intentionality, his come his as grace. you are. Yes. Like, like that is who God is. And I think that that is something that we miss out on a lot when we don't seek to know who God really is, mm-hmm. but we just seek to know his law because we think that our salvation is earned by, by works. Like if I just do the right thing, if I just like keep the commandments, if I just yeah. read my Bible every day, if I just do this, like, no, like you could do that every single day and still go to hell. Facts. Like no, literally yeah, that you makes could. you fall out of love with who God is. Because you don't, because know, you who don't he is. know who he is. Yeah. Like God's going to look you in the face and be like, I don't know who you are. And like, I heard that one time in a message and I was like, holy crap. Now am I saying like, if you declare the Lord is your God, like your savior and like he did die on the cross for you and all these things, like, are you going to go to hell? No. Like God says you can only go to heaven through me. So you're going through the Lord. But there are people on this planet who do not declare that Jesus is their Lord and savior, but they're just doing the works because they believe that's what saves and not Jesus. And so Mm. that, those are the people that are going to hell. So don't misinterpret me. Like, if you know the Lord, that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, I mean, that's the first step. Yeah. The next steps are, like, knowing who he is. But it's just so crazy to me to think that, like, we could ever die and look God in the face and God truly say, like, I don't know who you are because of we don't have a relationship, not because he doesn't really know who we are. He, obviously, mm-hmm. he does. He created us. But um, I'm just, like, thankful for, like, just, number one, your vulnerability, because mm-hmm. I think that that's super important. And that is all that I ever ask for when people come on is like vulnerability and transparency because that is what moves mountains. Yeah. Like vulnerability is what moves mountains and what can really help people understand like who have gone through the same story as you and are maybe at the on the other side just asking themselves like, okay, what is my next step? Mm. Like who, like what is it that I'm doing? Like what is it that I need to do? And at this point, like what would be your biggest advice to the girl who has gone through it heard the Lord and then now is like in this limbo of like well I don't really have a lot of godly friends I don't really know what my church looks like and all I know is that I want to know God yeah so something really really big that sticks with me in my like transition of the parting life to following the Lord like with my life completely laid down In that, like, moment of, like, the gap between, like, switching was, I was isolation. Mm. And as much as I hated it, 
or disliked. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> I realized that that's what I needed to be able to hear his voice, to be able to know the next step. And I'm not saying that, like, he told me the next step the second that I dropped everybody and the second that I moved. But it was, like, a, a one foot in front of the other type movement. Yeah. And I learned that, like, just because you're by yourself doesn't mean that you're lonely. Mm. It just means that you're isolated. And it takes it takes that to hear him, and it takes that to see what he has in store for you. Yeah. So I would I would definitely let's see. I think it's like what Bella, one of our friends, Bella. She said this the other day. She said, "Loneliness is an invitation to God's presence." Mm. Yeah, no, literally. He's like, I am not gonna be able to have your full attention if you have all of these distractions. Yeah, if you have this boyfriend. If you have these friends that are not great influences, you're not going to hear my voice because you have distractions. And yeah. he's going to, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't look like, I think, like, that doesn't mean that you're always going to be isolated. Yeah, Because no. I think that that's, that's something that could be misinterpreted as, like, oh, you always have to be isolated. Like, no, not at all. Actually, like, God calls us to be in community. Mm -hmm. That's, like, in the Bible. Like, mm -hmm. God tells us to be in community. But when you begin this journey, like, I know for me, it's the, it was the exact same. I actually never took shared wine to Sony, which is kind of funny. I will do that one day with y'all guys. Sorry. <laughs> but um, the Lord isolated me, too. Mm -hmm. And he was like, nope. Like, no more friends, no more guys. Yep. That's all about me. Yep. And I think it begins in isolation because the Lord can't speak unless you are the only, like, the only thing list here. The only thing speaking is him, mm -hmm. and there is no other voices around them, mm -hmm. like, around us. Wow, Dory, can you speak? Around <laughs> us who are speaking into our lives. Yeah. And so I think that that, like you said, like, that's really, isolation is very important mm -hmm. at, the, at the beginning it's, of the journey. It is so what is the word refreshing the beginning mm. needed mm. it is so needed it is so needed and so in this time of isolation the only thing you can do the only person you can run to is god mm. and if you're not running to god then you're running to other things like if you're isolated and you're by yourself maybe that makes you more vulnerable to fall into pornography It'll yeah. make you more vulnerable to fall into masturbation. It'll make you more vulnerable to fall into alcoholism. Drugs, alcoholism. You boys. can do all those things by yourself. But the thing is, you're not well, by yourself. Boys, you're with the Lord. And if you're not in step with the Spirit, you're going to fall out of step, and you're going to be in step with the world. So you have to be in step with the Spirit every day. You have to be consistently in prayer. At least for me, that's what I was doing. I was consistently in prayer I was consistently asking God to help me know who his character is because that was the only way that I was going to be able to refine myself or that's how he was going to be able to refine me Yeah, is if I was going to figure out what his character was. And so that was a really, really um, big point was like figuring out his character and reading about the gospels because I had never like read into de to detail about the Lord performing these miracles and him giving grace and healing people. And I, I didn't know what his true character was. And when I started learning that, I was like, wow, 
he is a really, really gentle God. Like, I never knew this. Mm. Well, there's a, oh my goodness. It is pouring. storming outside. It is storming. Sorry, guys. You guys can hear literally, every, like, I just want to, like, move their chair and you could hear it. That's okay. That's okay. We're in a dorm. Like, We're in a dorm, so. No yeah. studio just yet, guys. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, not maybe. It will. Happen. It will. It will. But. I repeat that. I repeat that. I repeat that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's so good. Jackie, I just like, I would say that I'm blown away, but this is just who you are. So like, mm-hmm. honestly, like I'm not shocked at all that like of all the wisdom that you've brought into like this conversation and, and your vulnerability and your transparency like has blessed me and just has gotten me to know like more of who you are. Like I know a lot of who you are, but just getting to hear like more details about your story mm. uh, that go- like thankfully get to glorify God in the midst of this, you know, like, like you said, like you are a walking testimony of who God is and mm. how crazy, like how crazy he is about us and how much he can redeem us in the yeah. midst of like, when we're the deepest in the lowest valley and like we're in the world, like our roots are in the world, how quickly he will literally pull us out. If we're just willing to like, be like, Ava, like, please pull me out. Yeah. Um, and so that's just like such a gift. And I just want you to know, like, I'm honored you even said yes to coming here. Like, (laughs) because I'm honored you even (laughs) asked me. I was like, Oh, I've never been on a podcast. Well, I am very honored now that I'm your first podcast (laughs) because it's just like, it's such a gift and I know your heart. So I know it all comes from truth. Mm. And so I'm just, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you have anything else you want to add to the convo or do you want to just end it right here? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Um, let's see. I want to try to give a little piece of advice before I leave. Um, the best advice to give to decipher the Lord's will for your life is to just be in prayer. And, mm. and one of our wise friends said the other day, like, if somebody says the best thing you can do is prayer, or, like, the least you could do is prayer. Like, that's the best thing you can do. That is the yeah. direct way. You're directly speaking to God. Yeah. And, like, he speaks in a lot of different ways, y'all. But prayer, prayer, prayer. And he'll show you the way and being in his word every single day. Even if you feel like you're in the slums, mm-hmm. as Dory would say. <laughs> yeah. I feeling you got to have faith over feelings and Mm, you have to pick up your cross every day no matter how you feel yeah no prayer is the vessel to the lord and i think i think at times the last thing we do is pray Mm -hmm. yeah it should be the first thing we do but it's always like well let me figure out how i can do this do that blah 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 blah." and then like at the time like the 10th step we're like oh maybe i should just like pray about it and see what god does our first step should be like oh Give me a second. Let me go pray about it. And then we'll try to see where the Lord leads. Lord said conviction. Yeah. <laughs> Always. God's like, conviction. No, but for real. Yeah. No, that's so good. wise. And that's so good, Dory. Mm. So true. You're so good to me. Mm. All right. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you got something out of this because I know I did. And. Um, always blessed by this the opportunity to talk to Jackie and just sit and talk about the Lord. Oh. Um, I... I'm so excited for the next couple episodes that are also with my my otherwise best friends and, like, the people I just get to bring on. Um, there are so many people mm-hmm. on this campus who have the wisdom of the Lord, and, and it's going to be a blessing. So I'm excited for you guys to hear um, and be a part of this journey with me. So 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, download the episode, share it with your friends. And yeah, just leave a review if you feel led. Um, I pray that you guys have an amazing rest of your week and the rest of the year. Merry Christmas. I'll probably say that every oh, single yeah. episode Merry from Christmas. now on. Merry Christmas. Happy Woo! New Year. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for um, listening. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.